Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Obviously, throughout the season, bumps and bruises here and there, and sometimes affecting mechanics. Um, just trying to find what what fits best. But I felt like la- this last week, just mechanically, felt as sound as I've I've ever been really throwing the football. So again, just making sure we're, we're practicing good practice uh, habits. And Coach Brady did a good job last week of started doing some individual drills again, filling the base, get back to where it needs to be being as balanced as I can be in my in my throwing motion. It felt, felt good coming out of the hand, so it's got to continue practicing this time. It's Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen, talking about some of his throwing mechanics and things. Zach, do you know what happened on this day in 2017? You said this to me in the break, and my thought immediately went to, oh, it was the super ugly playoff game against Jacksonville. No. Then I have no idea. 2017 was like 15 years ago to me. Sean McDermott was hired as head coach of the Buffalo Bills. Really? Oh, the playoff game would have been in 2018. Yep. That's right. That's right. So, seven years ago today, Sean McDermott becomes coach of the Buffalo Bills. Look at that. They, Probably right after they got eliminated I from the playoffs or whatever. I feel like they hired <laughs> him very quickly then in that run. Right. Yeah, it was one of those. I don't, I don't remember it being a, a quick hiring. I mean, maybe our, our, our guest here under, maybe even remembers that day. Josh Reed on the West Her Hotline. Josh, good morning. How are we doing today? Good morning. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm doing I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I I woke up to snow though, Josh, and I you don't know me too well, but like winter is my nemesis. So it, like a lot to like my Batman, it's my Joker, and I just I I just, are you seeing the weather for this Sunday, man? I I am there. I'm <sighs> with you. I'm not a I'm not a winter guy. Um I never have been and I I've only lived in the northeast. So that's the uh, jokes on me, I guess. Right. So like we we get the pain. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I did see the weather forecast for Sunday. It looks like winter has uh, was delayed, but it is going to arrive. It seems um, just in time for the postseason. But uh, yeah, it looks like looks like uh, both teams are going to be dealing and fan base and ba- both fan bases because we all know Steelers fans travel a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's, we're all going to be dealing with a little bit of uh, of the uh, snow. So I mean, like on that though, I mean, you, we all kind of knew if weather came into effect here, the Steelers might be a team that could take advantage of it. How do you see this affecting the Bills' game plan themselves on offense? Do you see them trying to maybe be a team that goes back to the run, or are they a team like the Eagle? I mean, during the Eagles' game, there was some particip- precipitation there, and they seemed to not care. They were throwing the hell out of the ball that game. Yeah, I think that I don't think that they're going to deviate too far from everything that's made them successful the last couple of weeks. And I think one of the big elements of that has been Josh Allen running the ball. I mean, we you know we talked so much 
at the beginning of the season about Josh Allen running too much and risking himself and his health too much with the idea that save it for when it matters, right? Well, you know, this, this last month and a half, it's mattered, right? Because they, the room for error, the margin for error was almost non-existent. And now it is non-existent. Like now if you don't win, it, it all comes to an end. So, uh, you know, we've seen Josh Allen designed run plays for him and the offense become more and more the norm. And I fully expect that again on Sunday. Um, yeah, I just I, – I, I don't think they're going to deviate too much, though, from what they've done well. Um, I don't think all of a sudden we're going to see the Bills run the ball 60 times. I think that they'll be try to be as balanced as possible. To your point, I think the weather it does benefit the Steelers. Uh, how much? I don't know. I mean, both of these teams are so used to playing in, in weather. But, look, if you're looking to give one team a little bit of an advantage over the other – you know, not even an advantage over, but does it help the Steelers a little bit? Sure. I, I mean, they need a lot of help, though, in this one, and I, it, the weather's not going to be enough. I'm, I'm glad that's the attitude you're taking. I, I almost, I find myself almost getting nervous that I'm, I'm looking at this game, I see the 10-point spread, and I'm like, yeah, it, that makes complete sense. Like, they don't have T.J. Watt, Mason Rudolph's their quarterback. Like, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get excited for this game in the sense of, like, it could be close, but, like, I know if it's close, I'm just going to be annoyed, but... On your Josh Allen point, we heard a clip coming in, and Josh was pretty open about the fact that in the second half of that game, he felt the ball was was coming out of his hands better than it had all year. What did you see Sunday night against Miami? Did, did you do you believe Josh and him saying that? Have, have you seen him maybe throwing a better this year, or, or do you see this maybe as a sign of like be, we could be going on a heater here pretty soon? Yeah, you know what? It was almost a. I don't want to call it a throwaway comment after the game in Miami, but he said it and it kind of just, I don't know, there were so many storylines and them clinching and everything that it kind of became just a comment in him talking. Then he went back and went, wow, this, this could be good. Look, I'm not going to be the person to sit here and tell you that I know and I can break down throwing mechanics of every quarterback in the NFL. I, I have no idea. You know, I know what it looks like though, what a, quarterback is comfortable and uncomfortable and I know what one looks like when he's confident and when he's struggling with confidence and a confident Josh Allen look even if it's just in his head right just even if it's just in his head that that could make the world of a difference I mean I mean you talk about a Josh Allen a confident Josh Allen there's no team that the Bills couldn't go out on the field and just just do away with. I mean, they could roll through the postseason if he gets on a heater because we've seen it. We've seen, and quite frankly, the Steelers have seen it, right? Don't forget last season mm-hmm. when they faced the Steelers, that 38-3 game, Josh Allen threw for a career high, 424 yards. He's never thrown for more yards in a game. That game, four touchdowns. He gets on a heater and he starts to get confident. Look out! We, we, we could be uh, this could be a fun ride the next couple of weeks. So the Bills had their first practice yesterday. It was just a walkthrough, but one name that popped up on the injury report that didn't practice was Gabe Davis. If he can't play this weekend, and, and again, it's early on, so we don't really know yet. But if he can't play this weekend, how much do you think that's going to change the Bills' offensive game plan, if at all? Because you know Gabe's had a bit of struggles lately as we've gone down the stretch here but it is still another name that's not in the lineup. So do you think that's going to really affect things that much, or what do you think is going to happen there? 
I, I don't think the Bills' offense is better without Gabe Davis. I mean, you're taking away one of one of the guys who Josh Allen has a ton of reps with, and and his, you know, despite some of the flaws along the way, he has produced, and in the postseason, he's produced. However, with that being said, you know, Gabe's big big strength is going down the field. I mean, if we're talking about a weather game where maybe you can't push it down the field quite as quite as much, and that maybe we're looking at Trent Sherfield and Khalil Shakir, you know, running stuff a little bit underneath the defense. You know, let's face it, how often do we talk about how defenses are trying to force the Bills to throw it five, six yards down the field, take their time, moving the ball down the field to score touchdowns and aren't giving they're not they not they're not allowing Josh to take that deep shot as often as they used to. Well, to me, that fits Khalil Shakir's game perfectly because we've seen it. He gets the ball in his hands six yards down the field. He can turn that into 26 pretty quickly. I I really like how he's developed, in particular the second half of the season. I I, I really do. I, I like what I've seen from him a lot. In fact, I would love to see him even more involved. And, you know, maybe this means more targets for Dalton Kincaid in the offense. So if Gabe Davis isn't in there, Once again, I don't think it makes the Bills' offense better, but I do see many different ways where they can adjust and and be just as effective. On the Western Hotline, Josh Reed, Channel 4, WIVB Sports Director. Josh, we do know you're going to have a little bit of a busy night tonight. Bills kick off live later tonight. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we've got Buffalo, a special edition of Buffalo kickoff live. The same crew that you see every single Sunday. We're going to do it from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock on Channel 4. We'll be breaking down everything that you could possibly want to know about the Bills uh, playoff game, the wild card playoff game coming up against the Steelers. Um, should be, it'll be a good time. It always is. Um, you know, we've got, like I said, we've got the entire crew there for an hour talking about the game and getting ready as if, you know, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm going, how is it only Thursday? Like, I'm at that point of the week. I don't know where you guys are yet, but I'm at the point right, of the week. Right there like, with you. Okay, how is it not tomorrow? How's the game not tomorrow, right? Yeah, this week this week has gone by incredibly slow. And then with all the other AFC games being on Saturday, it's one that's nice because you get to watch all of them, but then it's like, well, why aren't the Bills there? That's, that's kind of random, you know? So with that being said, though, how do you feel about – other AFC matchups coming into this weekend, like what are you keeping your eye on in all the other games going on? You know, I think just like everybody else, you know, I'm very interested to see how that Dolphins Chiefs game plays out because I I look at the Dolphins as a team that they are circling the drain and they are circling it quickly. Chiefs, you're looking at a team who got to rest last week. You know, they had nothing on the line week 18, so they got a chance to sit back, rest, break down film. You know, I'm sure they were studying every possible opponent. So they got a little jump start on probably studying, you know, what the Dolphins do. Um, it's in Kansas City. We know, right, firsthand how tough that team is to beat in the postseason there. Um, December, January, I mean, they're just – they're so good at home this time of year. Patrick Mahomes is just a difference maker. I'm – I'm really interested to see how that one plays out. Um, the other one is, you know, can Joe Flacco do it again? I mean, it's just that storyline is just absurd to me. I mean, here's a guy who is just kind of chilling and hanging out, and all of a sudden 
he is lighting defenses up and looks it looks like he's giving the Browns a puncher's chance to come out of the AFC. Look, by no means is they be the favorite, but man, I, they, that's a team that seems to be on a roll, and that defense is so good. And how's that defense match up with Stroud in, in the Houston Texans? I mean, I, I think that's going to be a really fun game to watch as well. And I love that that's the game that gets the wild card weekend rolling. You get that 4-5 matchup. I've made jokes of it, but it really does feel serious. Joe Flacco, in quarterback age, is 75 years old and just doesn't care. Like, he's just he's throwing it. He's, he's always been a rocket arm quarterback. Somehow still has it at his age. David Njoku's become, like, a real matchup nightmare. Amari Cooper's been awesome. Cleveland has become a real big threat. But, Josh, before we get you out of here, as a also college football lover myself, I am a Texas Longhorns fan. You may not know that. So I was I was I was keyed in on the playoffs. I hear you are a Michigan fan. So you must have had a yeah, very exciting indeed. Monday night. And it paid off for the first time since ninety seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it, it's been a while since uh since Michigan fans have been able to celebrate uh a championship. And uh suddenly things are starting to go their way. And I here's the thing. Um, if you maybe you don't know this, I grew up in Northeast Ohio, so I grew up surrounded by Buckeyes fans. Um, my my my, I have family members though that that grew up in Michigan, and then when I when I was young, you know, you're talking about early '80s, mid '80s, the Big Ten was always on, like they were always the primetime ABC game. So I got I loved Bo Schembechler. I was always kind of a coach's guy, and you know, I grew up in the Schembechler. Uh, Hayden Fry at Iowa era and uh, in Michigan was just I loved the helmets as a little kid and so it, it finally paid off though and, and of course um, suddenly my friends from back in Ohio are not answering my phone calls they uh, they I, I get sent directly to voicemail the last uh, the last two days and that's fine that's a shame that's a shame on on Michigan though I I hey, two, real quick, two questions real quick oh, real yeah. quick I do want to say this. Shout out to John Scott uh, from Spectrum News because I know he's an Ohio State fan. So I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say it's another it's another good morning uh, as a Michigan fan. There was some good news for Ohio State today. Uh, Mike Abuka, a wide receiver who was projected as a, a relatively high pick coming into this season for the NFL draft, he's going to be staying another year at Ohio State. But Josh, I, I do want to get your thoughts, of course. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, he has been the story of college football all year, whether it being suspended for a few games and now at the end of the season potentially leaving. How do you feel, I guess, like do you think he's going to leave? And if so, how, how do you feel about that, especially now having him brought an undefeated season, national championship season? Yeah, I don't think he's going to leave. I think when push comes to shove, he ends up staying. Um the one thing that you know is pretty pretty clear about Jim Harbaugh is, is he he is a Michigan guy. He loves being and he is the talk of college football. You just said it. He goes to the NFL. Is he the talk? He's not. He's not really. I mean, I the mean, day he's hired, maybe, but then someone else will get the hired day the next he's day. He's hired, but after that, right? Mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. that, he's just another cog in the huge college football. Or, sorry, the NFL wheel, right? He's just. I just feel like because of the transfer portal and everything that goes on in college football, I don't know about your sense, but my sense is the NFL is a lot more about the players and the stars. College football 
I mean, Nick Saban just retired, and I mean, it just became, it was like, whoa, Nick Saban. Now, I know Belichick did today, so that's the equivalent, and that that's huge news. I don't know, I just feel like in college, there's a little bit more spotlight on head coaches. You know, the James Franklins, the Jim, uh, the Jim Harbaugh's, just, I don't know, I just, Lane Kiffin, I don't know, Saban, it's just, you know, even the ones that struggle, like Ryan Day, you know, here's the guy who at Ohio State has really struggled, right? He can't beat Michigan. He doesn't win bowl games. That's like a big talking point. You know, mm-hmm. he's the equivalent of, I don't know, you know, an NFL, you know, head coach who's about 500 every single year and he's not winning the big games, can't quite get into the postseason. And that head coach in the NFL is just kind of an afterthought. And the college football is a huge, it's a huge storyline. I, I just I think he stays. I think Michigan's going to you know they have so much money. These college football programs mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna hand them a blank check and go. Well, you just fill it out and let us know. Let us know. We'll make sure there's enough money in there for it to clear. I do. I think he stays. And if he doesn't, to be honest with you, I'm I'm good with it. Same way I was with LeBron when he left after bringing Cleveland a championship. You you did your job. We're good here. Like if you if you feel like the grass is greener on the other side. We're cool. I'm good with it. So if he does leave, then more power to him. That Michigan job is going to be very attractive to uh, some qualified uh, head coaches. Love it. I, and I, I would love to see Harbaugh stay in college. I'm with you 100%. I think it's very much coach-driven, college basketball, college football, really college sports in general. They're the fixtures that stay. I mean, a lot of these athletes, uh, yes, because of the COVID year, we're now getting quarterbacks who stay for like seven years, which is insane. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah. they're they're the constants. They're they're the ones that stay there. But yeah, I Harbaugh staying at Michigan would be a lot of fun because they do feel like they're on the precipice of being something long term, especially now with the twelve team playoff. And as you brought up, Ryan Day just cannot seem to beat Michigan. Really, really fun. And he'll quickly become if he hasn't already, and I know that he has in some eyes. He'll quickly become like the evil head coach, right? He will oh, become yeah. the heel. Oh, right? it, Saban will, just retired. They they need to fill that role, Saban, right? He'll become Saban, and now obviously he's got to win some more championships. I just mean as far as the guy that you know how it is. Everybody hates the guy that's always on top. Like at some point, if Michigan gets there, and look, I like Jim Harbaugh, but I can also easily see how people would be annoyed with the guy who chugs milk out of, the, out of the container that guy you know he doesn't drink he drinks milk you know that i, I can get it i can get there and i think it's a fun storyline if he sticks be a lot of fun josh thank you so much for the time this morning uh, hopefully we get to talk in soon go bills yeah absolutely guys thanks for having me be safe because you know, I'm sure the, the weather's coming and, and everything. So be safe out on the roads and take care of yourselves. Absolutely, Josh. You as well. That was Josh Reed on the Western Highline Channel 4 and WIVB Sports Director. I was going to hit him with the Go Blue. I physically can't do it. I, I just. Oh, I can't do it either. No. I, I was nope. going to do it. Oh, <laughs> I can't. I will just go Go Bills here. It's always hook horns, baby. But I, oh, man, I have yet to hear someone say they thought Harbo was going to stay. I, yeah, I, you that was saw my kind of reaction. that was kind of surprising. I didn't think he was going to say that, and we're not on camera. But I did like a whole thing where like I stepped back and I was like, "Wow!" I, just, <laughs> I, I haven't heard anyone really. I, I think also with some conviction, be like, "No, I think you're going to stay." But he laid it out, I think, perfectly. In mm-hmm. the NFL, you're just a guy. Harbaugh goes from like, the, and, and he is. He was the story of college football all year, and now after an undefeated national championship winning season, and 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 Josh brought up there too. 
This is their first national title since 97. But even in 97, it was a split title, right. I believe, with Nebraska. Yep. And so, you know, their first outright title, Josh, since the 1940s. I mean, like, Harbaugh is now Michigan. Yeah. And and I think he's spot on. I, the booster's there, the school. Blank check, just text us by five so it'll clear. You know, I think it's going to be one of those things, and I, I would be very fascinated in it, too. And I think Harbaugh may also look at it, too, as his own legacy. Look, he coached a lot in college as well at San Diego State and at Stanford, where he was very, very good. I mean, he, he made his name in college first before making that jump to San Francisco in the NFL. He may also look at a guy like Nick Saban retiring and go, it's my time to shine, baby. Right. I just I just won my first national title. Yes, I'm probably going to lose JJ McCarthy, but as as Josh pointed out, and I think I think this is what is going to make college football in the next few years with this 12 team playoff much more have have much more parity. Go get a quarterback and transfer portal. Yeah, you'll, I mean, that's, like you'll like you'll have your your freshmen and stuff like that that you want to bring up and retro freshmen sophomores and such. You need to get somebody to go get them, and and you're dominating Ohio State now. Ohio State, yes, is still somewhat of a football factory, but Ryan Day just hasn't been able to prove he can beat you. And yes, you're bringing in you know the Oregon's and 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 the USC's and the Washingtons and the UCLA's over to the Big Ten. But now with that 12 team playoff, it's not end all be all as well. Going to be very very exciting. Do got to hit a quick timeout here. We are taking your calls 803-0550. If you do want to join the conversation, talk Bills Steelers. If you want to jump in on some football talk. With college and Nick Saban retiring, Bill Belichick also, that press conference coming up in about a half hour with him and Robert Kraft. We'll absolutely take those as well. Again, 803-0550. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt hanging out with you here on the Extra Point Show, and you're listening to WGR. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.